Hey everyone, it's Niver, and this is Niver Niverland. Great episode today, great people that I met with. Then some of the next generation of restaurateurs here for Minneapolis. Gabriela Grant Spangler and Ben Spangler of Bebizito and Oro Pizza joined me today. And it was kind of cool looking back on 2023 and understanding what it means to 2024. And I'm getting a good sense of things for this year. I'm getting a good sense of things and seeing openings and people really putting themselves out there. Uh, and Ben and Gabriella have definitely done that. So when you listen to them today, hopefully you pick up on those, the essence of them and the magic that they talk about. Because that's what we do. Let's try to create magic for folks. And it's not easy, but it's certainly worth it. Good to have Baby Zito and Oro Pizza on Niver Niverland today. Listen in. I get super stressed out. And I have the rotating thoughts in my mind. Like I can't. I can't really stop them sometimes. And I think it's because, you know, I'm desirous of an outcome that's not yet achieved. You know, like, yeah. if I wasn't, it's not like, I mean, I find stress to be a motivator and that's probably fucked up, right? Like, you don't want stress to be a motivator. Like, oh, I'm going to go do more. <laughs> Maybe it begets itself. But I don't know, man, you know, feeling like that kind of sucks um but also you know that it lends to the it it lends to that you know i don't know man like you know maybe it's just part of the drive right don't doesn't it i mean the anxiety or the stress sucks but oh we have anxiety oh yeah shit ton of that <laughs> lots of anxiety but <laughs> I think I'm not laughing at the yeah, fact no, you have anxiety. You know, I am like with you in yeah. your understanding. It. It's yeah. like, ah, are you guys perfectionists? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can hear the exhaustion in our voices. Say, that's so tiring. But I mean, I love that. You know, I, I, I got I was I was at E Street Crossing yesterday. Thank you. Absolutely. I feel bad that it was my first time. And I was like, I got to fucking go. Don't be a dope. You know, you got to go hang out for a minute. Just looking at your takeout stuff and the white bag with baby Zito on it. <laughs> right. And I was just like, this is fucking cool. And that perfection thing, you know, like I can see it in the design and I can see it in the, the way things came off there. Like, it's fucking impressive. Thank you. Thank you. It's really cool. We've, we've put a lot of effort in the to-go game. <laughs> that Well, the packaging game, I should say. You this, have. Yeah. You've spent hours spent and hours and six, hours. Nine months. Yeah, just, just, finding, just finding the right stuff, the right size, 
the right printers and then getting it to look right and then putting inside jokes on everything, make sure everything's up to par on that. It's just, I don't know, I think that's one of the, for us, like the experience starts when you hand, you're handed your food, like for some of those to go orders, like some of them are just getting dropped off at their house. So they, how do you get your personality to translate? Mm. So in that, you know, in that one moment. Extend it out. How do you guys break up the work? I thought maybe you, you're des design? I thought maybe you were the design Sort of. There's crossover <clears throat> because Ben does the photography. Um, I kind of curate. We're both artists, so figuring mm. out like that symbiosis of who's good at what and then also maybe pushing each other to be a more developed artist too. Man, I even think with the bigger, broader brush jokes, like Gabby mostly steers the ship. I mean, the majority of the ship. Like we always talk about things together and through it, but with her, that like her foresight and the amount of empathy she has, she just like, she has a much better feel of what's going on. And I've always, I mean, and she's great at it. She's, and the staff knows it. And for me, I'm, 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 I'm just a very task person. There's no amount of tasks that is too much for a day. So like, I just get, I'll just get it all done. But I would say just, so you get your shout out, like she's steering the ship. Thank you. But also <laughs> that I feel like that also minimizes everything that you do too. I do a lot. <laughs> I'll go at 6 a.m. to start doing a lot. So 5 a.m. Yeah. But it seems like it works. Yeah, yeah, it took a while. So I, I don't know you very well, yeah. so I'm kind of staring at you, like <laughs> you a little bit, you know, like, well, I'm looking at you, you know, like it, it's, I hope that's not weird. It's, no. Uh, no. Maybe a little New York Italian of me, but I'm like checking you out, like, cause it seems like, it seems like you two are we in still, love. We still like each other. We yeah. still love each other. We still each love other. each other. Yeah. And you haven't been married that long anyway. Uh -uh. It just happened, right? three four years ago was it five almost five almost five like which is crazy one month into opening the first shop so, yeah on the doorstep huh yeah, yeah. well because we thought we didn't know how long that was gonna last so we just we, <laughs> yeah no one not knew. the marriage the like the, the covid <laughs> yeah the COVID. so we're just like man this get at that point in time we're like this could be forever yeah not forever but you know x amount of time and so we're like let's just let's get married i don't want to be like this is my girlfriend and this is our ice, <laughs> ice cream shop. I don't know, like that's not how this is gonna be. Yeah. And then I think the thing that really pushed us was our dog was sick too. Oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. And basically like we had opened and within a week of opening, <laughs> she all of a sudden couldn't walk. Couldn't see. She couldn't like just completely different dog. And we found out she had Genetic meningitis, meningitis yeah. and they gave her like two weeks to, two live. Weeks to live. She's so still alive. Yeah. <laughs> she's doing great. Yeah, she's great now. But. what? Is, oh, that's excellent. So it <laughs> I was like going yeah. down. Oh, the, yeah. oh, this is getting real sad. Yeah, yeah, no, we're not going to say this story if it's like a really sad, <laughs> yeah. with a sad no, ending, no. You can say sad things here. Yeah. But I'm glad it's happy. Yeah. yeah. But we wanted her to be there, so we were like, okay, let's just make sure this happens. Yeah. And. Turns out she's great, but. Yeah, we got married there and had uh, Robert, our friend Robert. He's from Black Market Barbecue. Black Market Barbecue oh, sure. up the road. And um, 
he ordained. He, he ordained. Was, yeah, he was the minister or whatever. Yeah, it was. It was good. It was us. <laughs> Had ice cream. Yes, that is you. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I I love that because that's what I'm getting. I'm picking up on, you know, when I'm staring at you, I'm getting this sense of you all, and you can see it in your business. You know, you can totally see you too in your business, and. You know, I worked with my wife for a long time. It was great. I I think working with somebody that you love actually is people like don't don't work with family or don't work with somebody you love. And I'm like, why? Seems much less enriching if you know, like I don't like run around and tell my employees I love them. (laughs) But some of them I love. They know and they know it, you know, and it's like thank God there's people there that you really can, like that makes everything so much better, more personal. And our business really needs, loves those personal touches when you can feel the owners come through, you know, like and your sense of design and your sense of fashion and you're really good with social media and having things, you know, kind of burst out on you, right? And then you go on TV that you put yourselves out there. Yeah. 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 No, it's, I don't know. It's for us, it's like we, we want everyone to, we want to have our perspective like said through what we do and our, our love and our interest and our, even our sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you'll see like on a lot of the posts or even like a lot of like having a, a dog fashion store to raise money to help dogs. Like that is, like that's very us. It's brilliant. It's so. great. It's great. We do it twice a year. It's my favorite day <laughs> or one of them. Oh. <laughs> it's cute. It's chaotic good. <laughs> I'm going to introduce the show now. Okay. Hey, everybody. This is Niver Niverland, and I'm here with some new friends. Uh, you go by Gabriella Grant. Yeah. Yeah. Or Gabriella Grant Spangler or whatever yeah. it's turned into. Gabriella. Well, whatever <laughs> yeah. you want it to yeah, turn you into. Gab- yeah. Gabriella Grant Spangler and Ben Spangler. And it's Oro. How do you say your pizza name? The yep. pi- Oro. Oro. And Baby Zito. What else? That, that's it that's for now. It. That's, a, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you're kind of everywhere. Yeah. Um, Woodbury? Yeah. What the hell? Woodbury? Yeah. What do you think? I mean, we're excited. It's good. It's It's been a really different change of pace. We, I mean, that's where we're spending every day right now. Like like uh yeah like five days a week right five even more sometimes yeah but uh we've been out there setting it up getting everything built out and it's just been a, the whole process has actually for me just been a joy minus like the phone calls <laughs> yeah the amount yeah. of phone calls is, yeah i heard that yeah. yeah it'll go away right but yeah. it looks really cool thank you T- just tell everybody tell but tell me yeah where is it exactly in woodbury it's <laughs> So it's in Woodbury Lake. So if mm-hmm. you're familiar with like the Alamo, the, it, like yeah. that's the easiest way to sure. see it because you can see the Alamo from the highway. Um, we're just like right on the main strip, kind of right when you enter. Yeah. Right by a Gap and a CBD store. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, it's like Lululemon, uh, American Outfitters, and then... There's just like a lot of chains around us, which feels yeah, that feels strange. real weird that your neighbors are just like, oh, it's the it's the gap. Well, you have multiple locations now. Yeah, not the saying that you're a corporate chain or anything like that, but you're on you're you have a couple things going. 
so you fit and also you're so different than them yeah yeah and i think that's kind of the point yeah, yeah. i think that's why they picked <laughs> us hmm you got picked well, well they said yes they said yes i consider that picking <laughs> yeah they can say no to anyone yeah you can say no to anybody that's like i mean i i think it's a great spot it has we were really surprised to find out that it actually has a like similar foot traffic to our uptown spot which i would not guess because uptown the cars are just non-stop oh yeah crazy over there yeah so but why woodbury so both of us grew up in the suburbs of minnesota just on opposite ends um so i think part of it it feels like you're giving all these kids in the suburbs that maybe didn't really fit in a place to fit in and mm. feel like that's okay just i don't know in the 90s i feel like that wasn't as big of a thing like everyone no. wanted to fit in and kind of look a certain way and dress a certain way and be a certain way and so i think it's really important to branch out of the city and carry like this message of like no like being weird and different is actually what's probably the most valuable thing about each person like what what sets you apart and what what is the thing that makes you you um so for me i think that was a big part of it um in the messaging of what it is that we're planning to do in the suburbs yeah and just kind of figuring out like we just want to be able to like bring something that's that unique to to more than just like certain areas like we i i love the idea of like we we really talk about like how to, how to make magic like we talk about that a lot and so like one of the things is just like bringing sharing the magic somewhere else and just being and trying to be part of a uh, a community that was that you can see them supporting it and i think so far since we've been there like it's it's been very supportive like i i go i go unload my car and people are walking by do you need help and i was like i mean that doesn't happen at uptown <laughs> sometimes <laughs> sometimes but um it's just it's just been interesting and we're just really excited to we will be by far the weirdest thing over there. <laughs> yeah, unique though, unique. Okay, and the reason I ask it, you know, like Woodbury, really? Like, I think it's fucking cool. I think, I think we, and then you said it was, it was good, like you're feeling supported. Do you think there's a business advantages to operating outside of Minneapolis that you're finding? Financial business advantages? Um. I mean, There's advantages and disadvantages. Yeah, definitely. Disadvantage, uh, a scrubber. <laughs> oh, yeah. sure. Demand, yeah, you have, you everyone have has to have, have a scrubber. It, no matter what. Yeah, which we actually told the city. We're like, hey, if you if you guys get rid of that rule, you probably get some like way more fun Shh. restaurants. Because that's, that's an extra 50 or 60,000. Wow. Yeah. So we found that out late, but we found that out. Uh, <laughs> advantages. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh yeah, and you're like, oh, so like all this the budget gets shifted over here. Ugh. So that's how it goes, though. Yeah, that's how it goes. But um, advantages as of right now, I think 
it, it seems, I mean, there's more, there's more opportunity for parking, which financially that means more opportunity for more sales. I'd say like what sets us apart from maybe what is there though, is so many businesses there right now are so big that there's like so many layers of like chains of command of things that need to happen before a decision is made versus like, okay, here's, here's the committee us two. What do you want to do? What do you want to post or what do you want a flavor to be or a special to be? And it's very off the cuff. Um, So I think what's nice is like a business that operates in that way feels it can be more personalized to like that specific area that it Mm -hmm. moves into um versus i think some companies they try to do that when they move into an area and it can seem forced almost versus it's like no we're sitting here listening and waiting to hear what what everyone wants and needs and is looking for in their community I lived in Egan forever. That's where I grew up. And there's re- there was really nothing <laughs> ever there, right? Yeah. There is no town center. There's no architecture. There's no, I mean, there's no real place. Yeah. A building, right? And now I see things moving in there and like El Sazon was working out of a gas station in, in, in Egan. Yep. All right. And I'm, oh, I love that. You mm-hmm. know, you got to make your place. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't have to be the way everybody else does it. That's for sure. Now, I think I think going to Woodbury is a good step. It makes sense to me. I also, you know, if you have minimum wage employees, people that make minimum wage and things on top of that, the minimum wage is lower. Yeah. You know, Hopkins. We're seeing like this. You know, like this little resurgence of people talking about Hopkins and places opening there. Yeah. Their minimum wage is different than the cities. Yeah. You know, and I think there's some advantages to that. You know, if you have minimum wage employees that make tips or whatever, you know, like I, I, I see it. And I also see like the cities, even though like, like I said, gracias a Dios, we had a great fucking December down here in St. Paul. But, you know, like the cities have been a a little lackluster, gaining exactly their speed back. And I think looking outside the norm is really good. Makes perfect sense to me. Plus, you know, I had some chicken yesterday and it was so delicious. You know, and your burgers are good and your ice cream's fun. And that, and fancy, but like very approachable. Mm -hmm. You know, like you have things that people fucking want. And I think that personality of yours really just sets it apart. Thank you. Thank you. That's, that's, it is fun. So how do you describe, how do you describe what the magic is? And where does that come from? It seems to be like a shared vision of what magic is. I mean. Or do you have your own magic and you're like, this is my magic today? (laughs) I think it's whatever whatever doesn't seem possible and making it possible. Like we have this long list of what we call white whales, which are things that don't 
seem like they could ever be possible in the culinary world. And we work through different steps and a lot of iterations to try to make them real. Um, yeah, I think like- Where is this list? On, on our, our phones. phones. And then whenever a weird idea comes up, you or just put it on your phone. Yeah, or event. Yeah. Um, and then you, you just compile this list and then as like things come up throughout, as we do this, we're like, oh, I think I have something. For yeah. That. So, and, and some of it too is like, maybe it's not, just something that's physically impossible, but it also could just be, this is what I wanna do and I just need someone to say yes. Yeah. So we've got kind of a list of those things. How that, long is the list? Eh. I don't know, <laughs> scroll through it. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty long. This is fucking cool. Yeah. Um, I have like 12 different notebooks that I've started and stopped writing in and they're somewhere around. And yeah. I, you know, like it's kind of like that, but just in notes form on our phone. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense to anyone but us. So yeah. your magic, like you, you document where your what your where your ideas come up. Uh, magic is an idea. Magic is uh, a, a feeling perhaps you impose on somebody in a good way. Yeah. I, I think it's whenever you another thing is I think it's whenever you when you whenever you instill or invoke a sense of wonder. Like when someone's just like, I, I like the two things of like, my two favorite things are, how did they do this? Or how would you do this? But I even love more the thing that I'm always shooting for is like the, what was it? Outwardly simple, but inward, inwardly really complicated. So, and then making people go out, how did I not think of that? I really, I really, I focus on that so much. Like I'll zone out for like an hour. <laughs> Gabby, like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, just I'm working through something. <laughs> so like, that's really see, important like, to me. The numbers working yeah. in, like the whole creative thing yeah. going on. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's where I just find the most fun. And I know if I find it fun and interesting and challenging, someone someone will. who doesn't have a background of food. We'll just be like, how did you, how did you even think of that? And then being artists, I suspect magic comes through that kind of artist lens, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Who handles the checkbook? <laughs> Me. Ben. <laughs> I'm very numbers orientated. Yes. Very. Yeah. Like I, I've already did, uh, already did the, all of the um, labor costs for yesterday. <laughs> it's what time is it 10 10 a.m yeah so and then all the budgeting for woodbury did yesterday well I'll just yeah where'd you learn your skills i i actually i feel like i was uh terrible at it and if we wanted this to work i i had to learn it i i've always been really good uh at storing things and, and filing things and and doing that so i just i just i don't know just but hunkering down and learning Excel and just really being. But you exact. were always great at math. Yeah, I, love I math. was very not. Yeah, great you're, at she's math. great at English. Like I'm not allowed to write anything. I'm over, I'm over here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm not allowed to write anything. Anything I write is just terrible grammar. There's commas everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's the blend, and um, I don't. You know, I've kind of been the financial person. I'm like I. You know, like I can look at numbers very well, but I'm not, I don't sit down and like 
nerd out on them. I, I feel like I can see the numbers in service. Like I, you know, like they kind of come to me and I'm just watching how things look and sizes and, you know, like just kind of how efficiently it, it runs. And then I'm like, oh, I get on the bank account, you know, every day and just kind of look and see what's cleared and whatever. It's kind of like, oh shit, there are so many details. Yeah. So many little details. I'm like, huh. I don't remember that. I don't remember buying <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, you know, what is that from? And I'm, you know, it's 150 bucks or whatever. And I'm like, yo, I don't, I don't remember this. You know, it's kind of like, if you're not looking, you're not seeing every yep. little bit. Yeah. I got, um, I mean, we're in entering the last year of our lease here at St. Dinette. And I'm meeting with the landlords today. And I had our accountant create a report of pre-COVID sales and stuff. And I'm just looking at it and how many numbers have kind of flipped on their heads, purchase of food, you know, like yeah. the, the price of food, yeah, uh, labor costs, as you see uh, the dollar raises happening on the minimum wage here. I mean, it, yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, oh, you know, I didn't yeah. really want to look at it all. So now, now that you know you're relatively new business folks right would you consider yourselves relatively new to the business world restaurant business yeah world? i think the official like the, the, the official adult part of it <laughs> yeah yes because i feel like you don't really get it until you actually have to balance until things. it's 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 your anxiety to hold on to. <laughs> yeah yeah until, <laughs> until you inherit that until it's like your responsibility to pull everyone through every season and take care of these people like you think you get it but it's it's different when it's something that keeps you up at night yeah it's yeah. a lot of people it's being yeah. a lot of people yeah mm. This business does care more about people, I think, now, though, too. Yes. In Which general. is good. Then I, uh, do you think some of your energy comes from the fact, I mean, I know you, you got through COVID like the rest of us, but you, yeah. you stayed innovative and like on it. Do you, do you feel like maybe not having places open before, like your energy is still really good? Like you haven't used it all, right? Like almost did, but yeah. Yeah, you get to like a wall and then. It's like learning how to get up and out of that. Because it's really easy to stay stuck, like to get burnt out and stay there. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, we've seen our peers kind of get there and not mentally yeah. learn how to get out. But also, I mean, people who like, why, why, do you, why get out of it? Yeah. Those are people who started right, right beside us. Yeah. But I also like we didn't we weren't open before COVID, so we really, from that perspective, we don't know what that was like. We don't know what the old like oh before owner. before this it was great and blah 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 yeah. blah blah. It's like, but also like, it doesn't feel like we focus as much on like not necessarily the scarcity mindset, but just like okay. Yeah, this negative thing is happening that will make this harder, but it's always going to be that way. So how do you make it work and like 
not have a chip on your shoulder about it and just like keep moving forward. I think it's good. Um, just kind of seeing you to, you know, evolve. My impression is, is and, and other places, you know, evolve. But my impression of you two especially is, is that um, you just gain in steam. Yeah. You just, you just gain in steam. And I can be skewed some in my thinking sometimes because I, I had businesses rolling before COVID. Yeah. And, you know, you, the, re- the industry was changing before COVID happened. It was needing a change. Something was going to yes. get in the way. Yeah. It just happened to be COVID and George Floyd and all, all the stuff that happened kind of mentally and physically and whatever around here. But so we come through and I think Minneapolis has definitely been, Minneapolis, St. Paul has definitely been hit harder kind of by the, the extremes of what went on during COVID. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of emotional impact that I don't really know a lot of places can understand. Agreed. Yeah, you, we go when you go to other cities and like a lot of their downtowns bounce back and or in like the areas but but for us it there's definitely it just feels different. Case. It's like a different energy and I don't know if that's good or bad it's just different yeah 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 well huh i don't know if it's good or bad either yeah but i'm not sure i like the different maybe i feel like we're just holding off a little bit um i'm getting back that you know that i don't know the sense of confidence or something like that or like there's fears i don't i don't know what's going on so I, I'm sensing it. I'm I'm sensing what you're sensing. Everything's different. yeah, but you can't dwell on it being all bad either, right? You have to make your way through if it if it is bad or if it is good. You can't dwell on it because you're still pushing your own business through all of this and your own personal relationship through all of it. But it does affect you like bigger picture, you know, bigger picture when you go somewhere else and you feel the energy of somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, I will say like. We get a little jelly when we. It's yeah. It's, say that. You, say yeah. That you get a little jelly when you go. We get, we get a little jelly when we if like we've taken we've got we've had the ability to get away a few times or just take some time to ourselves. And there's a there's a few times where like when we landed in Nashville, you're like, wow, look at all these people visiting. Oh no! I think the easiest way to describe it is when we went to um cone con which is a convention for oh, all yeah. ice cream makers <laughs> or like a lot of them and we were in this room and everyone's describing like this is the most difficult thing <laughs> i've dealt with and i'm just yeah. like what 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 you're short on that <laughs> like i it we just get the shit beat out of us over and over again what like even just with weather <laughs> let yeah. alone like <laughs> everything else that's going on and so i don't know if i like you, it it makes you tired but it also makes you you like it's it's hard it's a weird thing to embrace and i think like it's it's hard to describe but yeah i just sitting in that room i was just jealous but also not because there's so much value in going through certain light yeah the hard stuff in certain 
life experiences that I think will always prepare us for the next step. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I really like um, what 2024 looks like right now. Yeah. It feels good. And I'm like, why the fuck not? Yeah. Why shouldn't it be a great fucking year? Yeah. And um, I don't know that I had that sense. You know, I don't know that I had that exact sense un- until like 2024 opened up. And I haven't really gotten my wheels on the on the pavement yet in 2024. I'm just feeling like I'm just starting it. Like this is January 2nd for me. It's taken me a little <laughs> bit to get here. But I think 2024 is going to be really good. And I don't know why. But it's it's a sense I have. I'm really hopeful. Yeah. And I think, you know, you two provide an energy that adds to that. We see our our community get honored with numerous James Beard nominations. Yeah, mm-hmm. that list was crazy. That's so right. fucking cool. <laughs> like, I want to mention everybody on it equally. Like, yeah. Wow, yeah. this is really cool for our city. You know, a place called Boucheron opens. Uh, Diane Mua is opening up a place. You know, so, I, you know, I'm, s- I'm feeling it. And, and it's exciting. I just hope, I hope the city kind of, you know, it's up to the restaurateurs in a lot of ways and artists to create yeah. energy that the city feeds on. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it that's- is up, It is up to art. us and whether, whether we're doing it for them or ourselves yeah. or whatever, it, it's always up to us when things are slow and hard or we see it, we're opportunistic to, to jump in and like create culture, create verve. That's the magic. That's the magic. The magic is what gets you out of whatever that is. Like I, it there's feels, no better time, yeah, in, in in the world, in the history of the world, for your magic. There's no better, or in magic in general. Yeah, <laughs> magic in general, and I think that's. I mean, magic is also contagious in a very good way, where you know, so many artists will be energized if they're around great art that inspires Mm -hmm. them and so i guess that's maybe our way of getting like doing our part or kind of trying to get things to feel maybe a little bit less dreary Mm -hmm. also it's like super crappy out in like (laughs) (laughs) january so maybe that's just (laughs) How well, I'm th- mentally feeling, oh, but the yeah. Gray? yeah, yeah. Oh, the gray around here at this time of year is really rough. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm from Buffalo, near Buffalo, New yeah. York, and you know, with the, along with the gray would come this beautiful snow, and it was all just covering everything. Uh, but the sun really is lacking right now. January, we I, I mentioned this briefly. In January is a month where things like it's a ca- it's a weird cash flow month. Fuck, you know, you come, we had uh, our, our best December in six years here at St. Dinette because of all the things going on. But then January comes and all of those things end and you're like, oh, and you're in January paying for December in some extent. Yeah. So, you know, we, we have a seasonal business. Do you find really that your business is absolutely seasonal? I I mean people eat ice cream all year but it's definitely it is seasonal. So it's it's and emotional. And emotional like like mm. for food it's it, it's a little little more consistent. More consistent. 
but when you're known as you really were known as a as an ice cream sh- ice cream shop with food so like the ice cream really like not a lot of people are getting ice cream in january <laughs> there's not a lot not. of people are leaving their house <laughs> not a lot of people are leaving their house yeah grant you get some people who come on there and you know buy t- like 20 pints and then like they go back to hibernating so <laughs> well we just got through our first cold snap and the first one is the one where everybody takes it the fuck off like yeah. we're not yeah. doing shit right now yeah, no, we're not we are not acclimated to this by the third cold snap everybody's like fuck i don't care yeah, yeah. we're in shorts we're back at it right yeah. so um brazil you were just there yes. yes to visit gabby's family i got to meet her grandparents for the first time <laughs> awesome. and it was your first time going oh it was my first time in brazil yeah okay um I've been thinking about this even before we started talking. Like, I don't hear Americans, I don't hear people talking about going to Brazil very much. Does that is that wrong? Like, do are there a lot of fucking Americans in Brazil? I don't. It's a mix. I think, especially here, it was always like when I would tell people like, "This is where my family is from." Minneapolis in general just kind of like it has a community and whatnot, but it it's very like tight and kind of not secretive, but it's just (laughs) it's just not as dominant as some other cultures here. And so I feel like it's just kind of a question mark for people. I I agree. It is for me even. And I'm just starting to you know, we got to Honduras and I'm like, we need to go further south. Man. Yeah. Yeah. We need to go further south. So um, now, where where are you from in Brazil? So my family is from outside of Sao Paulo, but kind of all over too. Mm-hmm. So. And it's huge. It's huge. Like yeah. it is an enormous country. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of people don't really. Yeah. Sao Paulo, Sao Paulo is like almost two New Yorks just to give you context. But it's like spread out. It's. It takes More forever like LA, to yeah. get from one side of the city to another. And yeah, that doesn't even account for, I think, culturally. There's like a lot of, it's a lot more chill there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, everyone's like no one's very positive. No one's in a hurry. <laughs> yeah. Someone's going to talk to the, like, we're getting groceries for New Year's to cook New Year's. What a meal. And like the line, the line is 40 minutes and it's, it's long, but not that long. And then like, you'll, you'll get, you'll get to the cashier and the person in front of you is just like, they're just, they're just going to strike up a conversation for five minutes after rung up, just talking about their family and their life. And like, as for me first getting there, I was like, what, what is it? Like, what is, I gotta go, I gotta cook food. I gotta be ready. And then I'm, and then it took me a few times to be like, no. This person wants to know who I am and what my story is. Yeah, and they great. like there's that way of thinking where you may never see this person again, but you still want to know what their story is and like why are they I there? I want to know people's yeah. story all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So So this is commonplace. Yes. And at, it it'll drive you crazy when you first get there because we've been so conditioned to that like go 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 hustle mentality here but it also even in the city even in sao paulo just oh yeah yeah it'll be a minute to get your your bus pass (laughs) 
and, and that, there was only one person ahead of us, and that was your aunt. And it still took us yeah. like a half hour. <laughs> yeah. So even in the city, it's just like a cultural thing. And I think what's really cool about it is like more people feel seen even by strangers. Yeah. Um, I love the idea of having a city on a beach. Yeah. And having it be uber populated and like having those two forces right next to each other. You know, being able to like go and have an urban, you know, just something that feels like a big, a big city with all that energy. And then you're on the coast. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we went to Sao Paulo, then we stayed outside and at Campinas and that's, like no traffic, what two hours? Yeah. But with traffic, it was six hours, and traffic there, <laughs> it's nine lanes each way. To go to the no, to go to the beach. To go to the beach. To, so, there, like it. That's the thing. New Year's, you go to the beach. It's summertime. Also, like it was a really, really hot year. So, I think the week before we got there, it was like a hundred and ten. Oh shit. And a lot of the places like don't have air conditioning. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone just goes to the beach as like a way. I feel like there it's like, this is how I'm going to survive this heat. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my parents are retiring to uh, Praia Grande, which is the closest beach to Sao Paulo. So everyone from Sao Paulo was heading. So they were all going there for New Year's and that was the whole energy thing of mm-hmm. just like, literally a million people were on the beach on New Year's Day or right. on New Year's Eve, which yeah. was very cool to experience. Yeah, that was out of this world. Like yeah, I, your I, food, I, your, I mean, the food looks dirty good. Like y'all, they like the sweets, they like the salty. Yeah. Yeah. Fried. And it's, but it's simple too. Like it's weird. Well, it's just different. Like they don't, there isn't a lot of like pepper. There isn't a lot of spice, but it's yeah. still very flavor. They just replace everything with garlic. Yeah, <laughs> garlic and salt is the salt is the salt and pepper there. I mean, they do use that, but it's just, it's a very, it's more ingredient forward and protein forward. So then like the quality of what it is that you're eating is just. Yeah. Kind of what speaks in the dish. Yeah. What What do you bring into your work from Brazil? Like that's within you. In general, or from the trip? No, yeah. just in general. I, from a life, from a, from that life or that background. I mean, part of being Brazilian is like that confidence and that like swagger of just like this is who I am you can like it or you don't have to, but I'm not gonna mold myself into an idea of what you want me to be. Um, and then also like that innate connection with nature that that culture has mm. and appreciation too. Like being able to really like use like using every part not and also like foraging and greed there's just like a whole slew of like different things that i think every 
person that when when you're surrounded by that kind of beauty, like you can't help but love it mm-hmm. and, and appreciate it. it. And have yeah. it in you. Really. Yeah. And everything that like all, so much of the food is just actually like just really light and fresh and bright. Oh. Every every piece of fruit in every dish is the best fruit you ever had. And, and so just like even when we went to like some of their grocery stores, like some of them, the whole entire middle of the store is just fruits and veggies. Like like eighty percent of eighty percent of the store, store is, is just fruit, like was produce and everything was amazing. And then around the sides is just like little amounts of. Uh, Pasta. Pasta. Rice. And then there's yeah. a, like a little bit of meat section. Good Italian food in Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's great and Italian food. it's quite food. typical great. to have a bunch of Italian restaurants, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of, so my family is originally from Italy. Mm-hmm. And then they immigrated to Brazil um, to be farmers. So, and that's kind of like. Are they still a, farming? No, no. They are doctors and they well he has a a, a cattle yeah grandpa, he does grandpa have, has a cattle ranch yeah but you can't just not yeah <laughs> and he grow and he grows um like he has a plot of land that he bought in the city where he grows coffee tree like coffee and fruit and stuff for fun yeah, this is hobby. so i guess yes he takes in the care sense, of cattle yeah. as a hobby that's you yeah. can't just blaze over <laughs> but he's a retired doctor yeah. and then everyone else is somewhere in the medicine field mm. but also still does that which i think is kind of like not that different than hospitality <laughs> so some of that some of that brazilian that came with you that the the identity thing seems yeah. important in your work like that that it's not what people think about hmm. It's what you're giving people to think about. Yeah. And I like that swagger. When I think of Brazilian folks, I feel like I see them with swagger. Yeah. I, I don't know why that is. They're just enjoying life and not worrying about like. They're going to be themselves. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you thought. People will like. <laughs> they're just they're going to be themselves. Yeah. I like it. It's cool when people get to express like that. And that's the norm, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like you two stand out in Minneapolis? Like the way you are, the way you look? The way we look? The, yeah, the way you act. I, I like mean, you. I don't know if I really stand out here. I mean, I have, we call it just, I have shit on my head. Like, I, my head's tattooed. <laughs> yeah. That's what we refer to it as. Yeah. And like, it, yeah, if I ever go with no hat in it, yeah, I stand out. <laughs> but, uh, but over. you do to me. You, yeah. you do stand out to me. Okay. You stand, yeah, and then. And Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, no, and yeah, let me acknowledge it. You know, it's just, again, it's that, it's the way that you present yourselves. And, and, and there's fun. Oh, always seems to be like having fun. I don't know. I, yeah, I think you stand out. I just didn't know if you thought you stand out. But you do. I, yeah, I don't, in a really I don't good feel way. I do, but I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do. <laughs> yeah, you do. Like, I think people probably look at you and say, they're fucking doing it. Yeah. Every time we run into someone, like, you're killing it. And we're like, I need a nap. Because <laughs> you are. Because you are fucking killing it. It's killing you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Eat Street Crossing, I just, again, I want to go back to it because it took me forever to get there. And, um, Great vibe. 
Thank you. I can't wait to come in the summertime. It's so nice in with the, the patio. It's so beautiful. The building turned out so cool. Thank you. Yeah. It's it's been that building is like it's just it's been it's fun like, to walk around and look at every little detail. Yeah. Yeah. And there's been like so many different hands like turning it into where it is now. Just like the architecture team and then like Okay, the other details that end up once the architect is done, like kind of carving the stone, if you will. Yeah. Um, but it it felt really good in the sense that it feels so much more open now. Yeah. And it's it's just nice that you can like you feel the whole energy of the whole building kind of wherever you stand, I, I think. And I, I really like even like the history of the building is fascinating. Like, but like a hundred years ago or more, no more than that, it was where they made all the like the backdrops for for movie, like for plays, and so and for banks. So then, like in the main area, that's where they did all the painting and all of that. And then after that, it was uh, a studio. A lot of different iterations of like theater and music. Um like where play, where artists would rehearse, especially if they were touring in the area. Yeah. So some really crazy, talented people have been in that space, which is, it felt like, I don't know, like there's a lot of pressure to turn it into something wonderful when, when you're given the chance. So I'm glad that you enjoyed it and hopefully people think it got turned into something wonderful. Yeah. A good variety. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I feel like you were gonna say something about what it felt like when you first walked in the building. Like, did you pick up on an energy when you walk into the? Like, is that how? Because when I walk into <laughs> yeah. a space that I like, and I'm like, ooh, you know, like I'm I'm feeling this. You know, did, did, did that hit you in a certain way? It's like it's it's a mix. Like you can definitely feel a history of art and creativity and like that that spark like that you can feel like there was a lot of magic being made in that place Mm -hmm. um but also like it, it feels very combative too in the sense that when we first walked in you could really feel like the opposite like you could feel some type of like hardship or pain or i mean that whole that whole area was and is still like an epicenter for all of the civil unrest and like a lot of hardship even before that too Mm -hmm. so it's it's a weird complicated it's complicated (laughs) yeah when you're in there yeah um i had uh tutorial mucci over on lake and bryant and after the unrest, um, I had a gentleman, well, I had a gentleman come in a couple of times, but after the unrest, he came and it's going to kind of clear the energy out. Yeah. And um, what he said was, he goes, he was, you, you know, the, the space, Tim, like, you know, said something about you know i've at, like that i've added to it that, that that there's positive around it but 
he was going to go. He talked about how there is so much um, anger, like like literally physically pounded into the ground there during mm-hmm. the unrest. Yeah. That there is a, like a zone, like a really dark feeling that he has about a large swath of Minneapolis. Yeah. And so he was going to go and like kind of surround it with these separate points and see if he could <laughs> release the anger into the atmosphere. And I, you don't have to believe in that shit to understand that it's still true that 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 anger and all that feeling and emotion was literally pounded into the ground there. It was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, you, you can you can sense it. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's some of the darkness that's, you know, we're, we're, we're feeling a little bit. But when you go and get innovative and work against that feeling and you come up with something is cool. What a big fucking project, guys. Yeah, that was a lot. So you're building <laughs> you're building on, but you're building you're adding you're adding energy and pride and color. Love. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot out of you. And I think that's maybe <laughs> no, and I think that's like that's why when we're describing like learning how to cope with different levels of stress, like to not necessarily like to really put all of you into becoming like a magic maker that's going against a force or like A a current or difficulty. Like it takes so much out of you to like, for one, like be that level of vulnerable and like share that much of you in a space. Like we worked with um, Indian giver who is a, he used, he grew up in Minneapolis, but is like a very famous mural artist. He has some of his pieces in um, our other shops, but they actually came in and worked on him and his wife, Ariel. They came in and put these murals up that felt like sharing a part of us. Yeah. And like being vulnerable. I think that's the hardest part. Like Oro Pizza is being as vulnerable as possible, I think, with my side of the story, which has been really great. But also it takes so much out of you to be that vulnerable Mm -hmm. with diners. And then you just sit there and wait to see what they think of your food or they think of your perspective and what you're trying to share. And do they get it? Do they not get it? Their interpretation of what they think you're thinking. Like there's, there's that's a lot the of- hardest part, I think. Well, not it's one of the hardest parts of this is like, how do you share your art and not take not take it personal when someone just like is on their phone the whole time or just doesn't get it? I've been I've been following <laughs> Rick Rubin lately and I um, he talks about art not not being about the person who ends up seeing it, but the person who makes it. Yeah. 
because anybody's going to have an interpretation of how they view something else. So in a way, you, you really just have to disregard everybody and make sure that you're doing it the way you're doing it or it won't be sensed yeah. as unique or individual process. Or, um, and, and so I, I really feel like you two kind of, mm, you're, you are exposing yourselves because you can see it in what you do. And it's really cool. I, that's, that's a vulnerability. I, um, I admire a lot, you know, like when I cook for people, I'm not a chef when I cook for people like, and having to put up that are chefs maybe. Yeah. Then I have to put up something that I believe is chef worthy or whatever. That's really fucking hard. And I'm thinking about then them doing that every day. Yeah. Putting something on a plate every single day that exposes them to this is good. This is bad. You know, like whatever. That's that's a lot of pressure. And then how you're seen maybe, you know, in the front of the house with how you treat people when they come in the door, the service side of things, you know, and your sense of what the employee gives you of what's behind the scenes, what makes that employee like they are, whether you're there in the shop or not. Yeah. By the way, the this I'm just going to mention this. You were you were out of fries for some reason yesterday. U.S. And, Foods is on strike. Uh-huh. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Interesting week. Yeah. <laughs> but um, she was so sweet and came out and said, sorry, you can have this, you can have this, we have this. And I'm like, wow, these options are even better than I could have imagined. And they were so good. And you could just kind of see how much that person cared about working there and being there and the, the kindness with which, you know, I mean, it, it comes through you to them and then it comes out. Like I say, your packaging you know, even gives a sense of yourself, you know, like there's beach vibes and, you know, it's, it's fun and it's playful and it's edgy. Is that you on the bags? Is that you? Yeah, that's thing. me. Ben is the bebe. Yeah, I am the bebe. I need a blue and white hat. Specific question. So, are you the bebe? Yeah, yeah. It's actually because Gavin used to make fun of me because I always wore my hat backwards, like when when we when first, you were on the line when you yeah, were cooking. Yeah, and then uh, I always put my hand on my hip when I take photos with the family, and I didn't notice. Like literally, it's like it, the logo is a stab at me, but it no, also, it's but it's a very loving. It's a joke. It's like, but it also embodies like some of the tattoos. That, I think your curves are good. Bro. Yeah, I, I think great. the curves are good. I, I'm, I, I love being just like, that. Just trace you on a paper. Yeah. Are any of the tattoos accurate on the? Uh, I have some. Like, there's a few that I, I, I do have uh, something similar to, but they're not exact. <laughs> they're not exact. Yeah. And there's different versions where like the tattoos have all slightly changed over time. Yeah, I don't oh. think anyone notices that. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, we should put some, is this, this bebe is from Minnesota. It should have Minnesota tattoos. Yeah. So then we, we start putting in lakes and birds. You're going to put in the Woodbury City Crest next week. <laughs> <laughs> right on his face. <laughs> Been saving the, right the forehead yeah. for something good. One. Yeah. yeah. Next to the lollipop. On his, yeah. Oh, on yeah. His face. On his. <laughs> I think you're 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 the new generation of restaurateurs. I hope so. 
Oh, and that man. means a lot coming from you. Yeah, that means a lot coming from you. Oh, well, that's cool. Because <laughs> I think you're cool. And I think you're like you're. I don't know, like the affect of having a place before COVID or not, or I, I don't know, like you, you've had the biggest hurdles in front of you from the beginning. And, you know, you use technology to your advantage, use art and all this stuff to your advantage. Like it's a very modern style business. And I, I think it, you turn it into something cool, when, especially when you connect it to a building like that, you know. It's nice. Yeah. We we I need I need folks like you out there pushing so that I you know, when all these places open as a restaurateur, I, I you know, I'm very fucking competitive and I'm always checking myself on you know, like I'm not trying to elevate my food out of my concept. I'm trying to, you know, make it wonderful and beautiful. But you know, I need people, other people and their energy to kind of like feed on you know what how things are going it gives you a bead on it and, and you know with these nominations and all these openings this is and, and seeing you and getting to meet you like i i feel your magic thank you keep putting it fucking out there do not hide it right you know and it probably takes energy to put it out there like that but keep fucking going express it's it's nice it's nice to see like the next generation like doing it Stay positive on that because you are that. You are that. Uh, I'm just giving you all your affirmations today. <laughs> Thank, hey, you. You're Thank really you. Cool. We woke a little, you're beautiful we, people. You dress nice, <laughs> you know, but. Um, we you, woke up a little early. I didn't have time to do my morning pages, so. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, morning pages. So I don't know if you've ever done the or like read through the book, The Artist Way. No. You have to do that. It's really cool. So it's like a workbook that I believe it's from the 70s and it's still very, very popular, but it trains you to connect more with your inner artist. So every morning you write, you just wake up and you write three pages and it's not necessarily like strict journaling. It's just just write about maybe like just just write what comes out and usually that's what's holding you back from being your most authentic artist oh shit and so i do it you do it every morning and then there's a bunch of like activities within this book that kind of help you understand some of some of the noise that's distracting you from just like authentically expressing yourself mm -hmm. in the best way and like, do you have a practice like that? Uh, mine. Yours is different. Mine's different. I, we both have like our morning like hour. We also see the morning as the only thing that like can't really be disturbed. Our shops don't open until eleven. Yeah, but problems after, don't show yeah. up until nine thirty. <laughs> so anything before nine thirty, like, is it's your time to like regroup, regroup yourself. So I wake up and I've been doing this for probably ten years. I wake up and I read all the food news in Los Angeles, New York, Portland, and Chicago. I've been mm -hmm. doing that for, I, I just wake up, I get, I get coffee, like, and I, I look at random news that, I don't know, none of that really, Debbie kind of gives me a little bit of crap because I like, I literally don't know what else is going on in the world, but I'll be like, oh, that opened and closed on this street. And so like, I, I, I just find that very interesting and like, centering and 
learning and I just, I feel like I have like a better grip. I don't know. We're both very you different do. in that you way. Do. You do. When you look, when you look out, when you look outside yourself, outside your city, outside your, yeah. you know, but within, within the parameters of what restaurant stuff yeah. is. But then I, I used to do that all the time. Yeah. I just, I can't find, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like I used to, I used to be a little bit more into the specifics of spirits and all the stuff and like those things that like, it, it'll, it'll move around for yeah. you. But I really love the idea that you're seeing what other people are doing. Like, you know, the design always seems better when you go somewhere else to see it. Yeah. You know, well, it also like I also allow a little bit of time after that because like I always find something. I was like, I don't, I don't know anything about that subject or that item mm-hmm. or like how they how would you even make that? And then I'm I'm going to learn before I leave the desk. And then I so that's how I also gain new skills and more knowledge. It's, but you're also just like a very hyper focused. Yeah, super hyper focused. Like our bookshelf at home is kind of crazy. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I used to read like at least a couple cookbooks. Is it, a month. Is it organized alphabetically? No, it's color. just. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like subject. Well, color, well, subject color, and then uh, most user near my office. Yeah. So there's a couple of bookcases. You yeah. two have a cool routine. You need it. You need it. It, it centers you. We get yeah. real weird if we don't do it. Weird. We get thrown off. It just thrown off. Like you're just like off for the day. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. So without that routine, yeah, you feel like like the, the imbalance is easier. Yeah. Like when you. When you miss a step on the stairs, yeah, but you're feeling that much. all the time. But, <laughs> yeah, but you, yeah, you can keep going, but you, you still offer. But it, I don't know, it just allows us to kind of start at the same point, and we really don't know what's going to happen every day. That's what ha- well, we've learned more and more. Like when you have several locations, like where I have am I going I- today? <laughs> yeah, I have an idea of what I would like to do today, but if the world doesn't let me, the world doesn't let me. Yeah, like people ask me all the time, but how do you split your time? I'm like. I work every day. Yeah. yeah. And I don't really split my time. It's kind of like, I, you know, I'm mentally here when I'm physically somewhere else or, you, you know, yeah. Like yeah. you that's have to a, be kind of everywhere. That's the other side of it too is like, okay, how do I live my life and have work-life balance, but I work every day and I don't really have set hours and I don't really have it set to, I need to be here. Yeah, at this time. At this time. Like it's a very different way of, thinking of how you go through life but we we do i'd never go back <laughs> yeah no yeah. but we do now make a really sh- like we make we make time for the things we want to do like outside of work we're like all right we'll be on call all the time i guess but like friday night i'm doing this i'm turning my phone off so we do yeah we still plan our life around we plan our life first but we're always open I think that's the best way to describe it. You have to work every day in order to (laughs) make sure you have a schedule that like lets you go to holiday stuff and weddings and life stuff that we've missed for so long Mm -hmm. being in the industry. Mm -hmm. Being on the line. Yeah. You got to take it back. Yeah. You got to take some time back. I totally have. Yeah. Totally have. So you look back to 2023 and you see a successful year. I do. That's a good question. <laughs> I do. I, I, yeah, I would say it was, I wouldn't say 
I guess it de depends on what you value as success. But for me, I think it was a very growing year. Yeah. So a lot of growth. Which yeah. would which you would you value yeah. the growth yeah. that you found in yeah. last year? Yeah. I mean, because like as a person, I feel like I've grown a ton. Yeah. And I don't know if anyone listening to this knows this, but opening each street, we're in charge of three of the stalls of the of the six. So to effectively open three things at once, that's yeah, that's there was a lot of growing. Yeah. But it is. Yeah. But I, I do find it success a successful. And year. having your staff double overnight. Yeah, I double. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're going to be busy. Yeah. Yeah. So opening Woodbury, like we're like, oh, it's only like one staff. Like <laughs> this will be nice. Cake. <laughs> well, it we're does. Not, it does turn into things becoming easier because you're, you know, you're, you're more practiced at it. You have and a you routine, can, and, you, <laughs> and you kind of push your ceiling up a little bit every time you, you try hard and yeah, you know, expand, you know, your, your thoughts and your business and all that. You know, that's. Your uh, tolerances go up. That would be, yeah. Our tolerance went up. Yeah. 2023. Yeah, like this time around, it's like, wow, we're starting out getting ready for this open by eating really healthy. And oh, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, like I'm, we're not drinking. We're not like, we're just going home and eating healthy and like working out and meditating and getting into like a centered space so that when the inevitable chaos comes in it it just feels like a part of life versus something you're fighting against mm -hmm. yeah just being more prepared especially this time and but that preparation means personally yeah right because you those are the foundations of your day is what you're saying is you kind of like build on that those moments yeah, get, I'm not, get yourself straight. Yeah. I'm not eating over the garbage can. Yeah. <laughs> trying I, I, to get like a meal this this time around. Uh, we will be, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but that like, day's coming, but right now it's it's pasta night every night. <laughs> <laughs> this has been really enjoyable. I'm I'm really glad that I, you know, finally get to meet you. You know, I know that I I don't know if I introduced myself or we introduced ourselves to each other at the bungalow club once. <laughs> Yes, that was a funny day. And then I yelled at you out the car window one day too. Oh, when we were walking, that was you. yeah, when we were walking our dog. Yeah, that's alive. Yeah, yeah, the dog. That's it's amazing. Yeah. I saw the dog. Yeah, I'm like, baby, see dog. Out the window. I mean, we don't know each other. That yeah, well, but do you see how you make me like? I didn't need to know. I didn't need to know you yeah. to like feel that. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I remember that like, that was a good day. Was, we took our dog for a pup cup and we were just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do that a lot. Everybody likes yeah. the pup cups. Yeah. So again, you know, like I say, uh, really, really lovely getting to know you here. And, um, you know, you can kind of feel y'all, like I say, and your energy. And that's really awesome. And, and it's just kind of like having a chance to talk to you really supported for me, you know, you know, the the things that I see that you do and, and, and why and and that you're good at this. And I like I like the emotional part uh, that you, you all bring to the table. I love the design part. 
you know it's your fucking cool congrats thank, thank you. you thank you keep fucking for, going yeah thanks yeah, thanks for opening the space for us to talk to and it's been a minute yeah we, ha- we haven't we haven't talked talked in a while <laughs> We've just been kind of like podcast with you. And yeah, yeah, I don't think we have. We've done some things here and there, but it's just been. Yeah, most most stuff it's on TV, and it's like it's it's two, mi- it's two minutes, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, "You got to do this," and all this time, and it's just like it just feels like a little mini Top Chef. Yeah, and like so, you're you're not like you're not there. You're just getting making it work versus like sitting down and talking. Very well, different. that's like about. Okay, bring a ten for energy. Show like, yeah, show off what you can do versus like slowing down and sharing your perspective and yeah. speaking. And being a person, yeah. this was a very Brazilian activity today. <laughs> we learned a lot about each other. Yes. Um. So let's let's hang out sometime. Let's yeah. get a drink and whatever. That sounds good. And it's really nice connecting. Yeah, and, love that. Uh, appreciate your appreciate what you bring to the city. Thank and you. thanks for coming on Niver Niverland. Thank you yeah. so much for having Isn't it us. Thank you for having us. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful, it's yeah. Such a place. The windows. The like, light. it just feels great. It's my magic. It's yeah. my magic. We feel your magic. Yeah, this place is wonderful. Appreciate you. <laughs> Niver Niverland is a production of Glean Tower Media in partnership with Tim Niver. If you live in Minnesota or Wisconsin or just the Midwest in general, please consider checking out Tim's restaurants in St. Paul. You've got St. Dinah in Lower Town and Moochie's Italian in West 7th. And for local folks specifically, you can buy Moochie's frozen products at grocery stores in the Twin Cities Metro. Locations include Lunds and Byerly's, Kowalski's, and Hy-Vee. Oh, and keep an eye out for new products on the horizon. Remember to support the show by subscribing on audio platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you really like the show, leave a five-star review and tell us why you like it. We also have a YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe, comment, and leave a like on there as well. Small things like this help us keep the show going. Last but not least, follow us on Instagram if you haven't already. That's where we drop all news and announcements related to the show, and you can find that at Niver Niverland. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.